0: If two requirements are met, one, if the property reaches the minimum quota for that type of wealth, and two, if it has been in possession for a year. For example, for gold, silver, and money, the zakat is 2.5% of an annual saving of at least 85 grams of gold, or its equivalent in silver or money. The exception to this is grain and fruit, as zakat becomes due on them when they are ready to harvest, without the requirement of a year's possession. Zakat is given to those who deserve it from among the categories of recipients detailed in the Noble Quran, in Surah, Chapter At-Tawbah. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said.
1: إنما الصَّدَقَاتُ للفقراء والمساكين والعاملين عليها والمؤلفة قلوبهم والمؤلفة قلوبهم وفي الرقاب والغارمين وفي سبيل الله وابن السبيل
2: the zakat obligatory charity is only due to the poor and the needy and those employed to administer the funds and for those who are hoped to be Muslims and to free the slaves and for those in debt and in the cause of Allah and for the wayfarers. A duty imposed by Allah, and Allah is the all-knower, the all-wise. Surah tawbah verse number sixty.
0: The fourth pillar, fasting in Ramadan. The fourth pillar is fasting in Ramadan, based on the command of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. <laughs>
1: O oh,
2: you who believe, fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you that you may gain in deity. Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 183.
0: By fasting, a Muslim is trained to temporarily restrain himself from pleasures and desires which are normally lawful. The fast has health benefits in addition to its spiritual benefits. And by it, a Muslim feels what his hungry Muslim brothers have to go through, those who might have to endure days on end without food or drink, like what happened to our brothers in Africa. Ramadan is the best month of the year. In it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the noble Qur'an as He, the exalted, said, شهر
1: رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن wa بل للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان
2: Ramadan is the month in which was sent down the Qur'an as a guide to mankind and clear proofs for the guidance and the criterion between right and wrong. Surah al baqarah verse number 185.
0: Within this month is a night which is better than a thousand months. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said,
1: Inna. Allah fi laylatil Kadr. wa ma adraka ma laylatil laylatul qadri khayrun min alf
0: shahr
2: we revealed it on Laylatul Qadr the night of decree and words will convey to you what Laylatul Qadr is Laylatul Qadr is better than a thousand months. Surah Al-Qadr verses 1 through 3.
0: The previous sins of the fasting person are forgiven when the fast is undertaken due to belief and with the hope of Allah's reward. As mentioned in the authentic hadith narrated by Abu Hurairah radiAllahu ta'ala anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi said Whoever fasts the days of Ramadan out of belief, hoping for reward, his previous sins will be forgiven. And whoever stands in Salah during the nights of Ramadan out of belief, hoping for reward, will get his previous sins forgiven. And whoever stands in Salah on Laylatul Qadr out of belief, hoping for reward, will get his previous sins forgiven. Reported by Bukhari and Muslim. It's necessary for the fasting person to guard his fast by refraining from backbiting, carrying tails, lying, listening to music, and all other prohibited activities. It is the practice of Sunnah to increase recitation of the Quran, remembrance of Allah, giving charity, and to be diligent in worship, especially in the last ten nights of Ramadan. The fifth pillar. Hajj, pilgrimage to the Kaaba, the sacred house. The fifth pillar is Hajj to the sacred house. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said,
2: Pilgrimage to the house is the duty that mankind owes to Allah, those who can afford the journey. Surah Al-Imran, verse 97.
0: Hajj is obligatory once in a lifetime, and likewise the Umrah, the lesser pilgrimage. They are obligatory upon every sane, adult, free Muslim who is capable, physically and financially, to make the journey. The Hajj and Umrah are valid if performed by a child as far as reward is concerned but are not enough for the obligation and it remains a duty upon a child when he attains puberty and is able to make the journey. A woman who does not have a mahram to accompany her in the journey for Hajj and Umrah is excused from the obligation of Hajj in compliance to the authentic ahadith of Allah's Messenger where he forbids a Muslim woman from traveling without a mahram. A woman's mahram is either her husband or a man whom she can never marry, such as her father, brother, son, uncle, nephew, or grandfather, etc. Hajj is an international gathering where Muslims from every corner of the world meet. Muslims of various nationalities, colors and languages, all wearing one kind of clothing, gathering on a single plane and performing the same act of worship, with no difference between the leaders and the masses the rich and poor black and white all are equal as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said
1: ya ayyuhannasu inna Kum min zakari wa unsa wa ja'alnakum shuyuuban wa qabaa'ila li ta'arafu Inna أَتْرَبَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ
2: O mankind, we have created you from a male and a female, and made you into nations and tribes, that you may know one another. Verily, the most honorable of you with Allah, is that believer who has taqwa. Verily Allah, who is all-knowing, all-aware. Surah Al-Hujurat, verse number 13.
0: There is no reward for Al-Hajj Al-Mabroor, except Jannah. Al-Hajj Al-Mabroor is the Hajj which is performed with all of its requisites, and is not marred by lewd speech or acts wrangling and disputation. On the authority of Al-Bukharian Muslim, Abu Hurairah said, the Prophet said, An umrah after an umrah is expiation for what is committed between them, and there is no reward for Al-Hajj Al-Mabroor except Jannah. He said in a sahih, authentic hadith, Whoever performs Hajj for the sake of Allah, and doesn't speak or act indecently, will return at the day he was born, i.e., free from sin. Islam has
2: other acts of worship, and even though they are not pillars, they still help to make Islam present, alive, and applied in the day-to-day lives of Muslims. Some of these are as follows. Firstly, enjoining the good and forbidding the evil. Allah the Glorious and the Exalted described this Ummah as the best Ummah brought forth for mankind because it enjoins good and forbids evil. Allah the Almighty says, خَيْرَ
1: أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمُرُونَ بالمعروف وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ
2: You true believers in Tawheed and real followers of the Prophet wa are the best ummah ever raised up for mankind. You enjoin the good and forbid the evil, and you believe in Allah. Surah Al-Imran, verse 110. Some of the early Muslims used to say, whoever wants to be of the good part of the ummah should fulfill its requisite, enjoining the good and forbidding the evil. Another important aspect of Islam, which the Muslims must be concerned about and give its proper due, is jihad in the way of Allah, which is essential and critical to the dignity of the Muslims, the upholding of the word of Allah, and defense of Muslim lands from the transgression of the disbelievers. It is related in the collections of Al-Bukhari and Muslim on the authority of Ibn Umar that the Prophet said, I was commanded to fight the people until they testify that no god is worthy of worship except Allah. And that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah, and they establish prayer and give zakat. If they do that, they protect from me their blood and their property, except by the right of Islam, and their accounting is up to Allah. Al Imam Ahmed and Al Tirmidhi reported through an authentic Isnad on the authority of Muad ibn Jabal anhu, that the Prophet a.s. A.s. said, The key issue in Islam and its backbone is the prayer, and the summit of its height is jihad in the path of Allah. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq said in a speech he gave after the Muslims swore allegiance to him, no people give up jihad in the path of Allah except that Allah imposes upon them humiliation. By jihad, the truth is enforced and falsehood is vanquished and these laws of Allah are established, and the Muslims and their lands are protected from the intrigues of their enemies." It should be noted that Jihad in Islam is dedicated to the spread of Allah's word. Thus, people are saved from mischief and evil. However, there is no compulsion in religion. Prior to war, three options are requested from the enemies either to accept Islam as a whole, or to surrender to the Muslims with no losses, or to fight Secondly, Islam is the final religion, and the Prophet Muhammad is the last prophet. Islam is the natural religion that suits the nature on which Allah created mankind, and it is the message of all the previous prophets and messengers. All of them invited their people to be Muslims, to submit to Allah, as Allah the glorious mentions in his exalted book with regard to the father of the Prophets and beloved of Allah, Ibrahim, salam. And who turns away from the religion of Ibrahim save him who befools himself? Verily we chose him in the world, and surely in the hereafter he will be among the righteous. When his Lord said unto him, Surrender, be a Muslim, he said, I have surrendered to Allah, the Lord of the world. And Ibrahim enjoined upon his sons, and so did Ya'qub. O my sons, Allah has chosen for you the true religion. Therefore, do not die except in the state of submission to Allah as Muslim. Surah Al-Baqarah, verses 130 through 132. And, and verily, Allah commissioned the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam with this magnificent religion of Islam at a time when the people of the book, the Jews and the Christians, had lapsed into ignorance and error after they had tampered with and altered the Torah of Moses and the Gospel of Jesus the son of Mary And their whims caused them to ridicule the Prophet Muhammad and his mission, especially the Jews, even though they recognized the Prophet Muhammad through their scriptures and knew that they were required to believe in his message and follow him. As Allah the Almighty said,
1: الَّذِينَ آتَيْنَاهُمُ الْكِتَابَ كَمَا أَبْنَاءَهُمْ
2: Those whom we gave the book, recognize him, the Prophet Muhammad as they recognize their own sons. Surah Al-Baqarah verse number 146 in an authentic hadith related by Imam Muslim in his Sahih upon the authority of Abu Hurairah who, who said that the Prophet said by him in whose hand Muhammad's soul is, there is none amongst Jews and Christians from this Ummah who hears about me and then dies without believing in the message which I have been sent with, except that he will be amongst the dwellers of the fire of hell. Because of that, when our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu became secure in Medina, he sent letters to the kings of his era, inviting them to the religion of Allah, to bring them out of darkness into light. Rabia ibn Amr made this clear when he was sent as an emissary to negotiate with the Persian general, Rustum, who asked him, what are you people about? He replied, We are a people sent by Allah to take whom He wills from the worship of slaves to the worship of Allah alone, and from the narrowness of this life to vastness of the hereafter, and from oppression of religions to the justice of Islam. This final religion came to put everything in its proper place and to direct mankind to that right orientation, which includes the worship of Allah alone and belief, in all prophets and messengers and calling towards the same thing they call to, singling out Allah in all forms of worship and submitting oneself completely to him. The Jews and the Christians represent two extremes in their religious attitudes. The Jews are known for being heedless with regard to the prophets, killing some of them and attributing to some others acts which are not proper for an average person so how about for the best of Allah's creation and be protected from major sins? The Christians, on the other hand, exaggerated the status of Jesus, the son of Mary, at Islam, and they claimed that Allah, the Exalted, is the third of a three-part deity. Islam came to set the truth straight and thwart falsehood, always moderate and balanced, neither falling short nor exceeding in bounds, as Allah, the Exalted, said, وَكَذَٰلِكَ
1: جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَقَلْ لِسَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ وَيَكُونَ الرَّسُولُ عَلَيْكُمْ شَهِيدًا
2: Thus we have appointed you an Ummah justly balanced, that you might be witnesses over mankind, and that the Messenger might be a witness over you." Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 143. And Allah, the Mighty and Glorious, said, forbidding and warning the people of the Book about exaggeration and extremism, and warning this Ummah from following the same course,
1: Ya, الْكِتَابِ لَا في دينكم ولا تقولوا عن الله إلا
2: الحق. O people of the book, do not exceed the limits in your religion, nor say about Allah anything but the truth. Surah an nisa verse number 171. And Imam Bukhari reported in his Sahih, upon the authority of Umar ibn al-Khattab that the Prophet said, Do not praise me excessively as the Christians do for Isa ibn Maryam. I am only a slave, so call me the slave of Allah and his messenger. In an authentic hadith reported by Ibn Abbas, the Prophet said, Beware of exaggeration in the religion, for those before you were only destroyed by exaggeration in the religion. The merits of Islam are numerous, beyond reckoning. And how could this not be, when it is the religion of Allah, who knows everything, and whose wisdom is profound, and whose evidence is irrefutable and sound. And he is the all-wise, the all-knowing, and all he prescribes for his slaves. Moreover, there is no good but our Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called to it and guided his ummah toward, and there is no evil except that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam warned against it, as, as is reported in Sahih Muslim on the authority of Amr ibn al alayhi wa that the Prophet alayhi wa said, there was none of the Prophets whom sent by Allah
0: but was given the
2: responsibility of guiding his ummah to whatever good he knows about for them and warning them about whatever evil he knows of. In the, in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad, by an authentic Isnad on the authority of Abu Murayra anhu, the Prophet, alayhi salatu is reported to have said, I was only sent to complete the best of morals, and al-hafid al kharaiti reported through a good Isnad with the phrasing, I was only sent to complete the noble morals or manners. We are witnessing these days a multitude of disbelievers from the polytheists and the people of the books entering into Islam. This is only an indication of the failure of other distorted religions and philosophies to provide serenity, comfort, and happiness for mankind. It is obligatory for Muslims, especially those who have knowledge and experience in inviting people to Islam, to become active amongst these people and to invite them to Islam. However, we should not forget, before embarking upon such a job, that Islam should be represented accurately and we should know Islam well, and our behavior should be in accordance with its teachings. For humanity is in need of those who can bring them forth from manifold darkness into light. Allah the Almighty says,
1: وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِّمَّنْ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ وَقَالَ, وقال إنني من المسلمين
2: and whose speech can be better than the one who invites to Allah, works righteousness, and says, I am one of the Muslims. Surah al-Fusilat, verse number 33. I ask Allah to make us inviters to good and to grant us a clear vision of our religion and to give us success in inviting to him with knowledge. He is the master and has power over everything. Finally, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon his last messenger Muhammad, his family, his companions, and those who follow his path to the last hour. In conclusion, we pray that Allah will make this humble effort purely for his faith and accept it. We hope that this tape will benefit all those who hear it. Anything that we said that is correct is from Allah, and anything that we said that is incorrect is from ourselves and from Shaitan. This tape was recorded in Medina Munawwarah. For invitation to Islam, PO Box 7325, Walton Stowe, London E17 9TX, England. In
3: the name of Allah, the Most the Most Merciful. ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل ألم يجعل كيدهم في تظليل وأرسل عليهم طيرا أَبَابِيلَ ترميهم بحجارة من ست فجعلهم كعصف مأكول بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لإلاف قريش إلى فيهم رحلة الشساء و. فَلْيَعْبُدُوا رَبَّ هَذَا الْبَيْتِ الَّذِي أَطْعَمَهُم مِّن جُوعٍ وَآمَنَهُم مِّنْ خَوْفٍ فويل للمصلين الذين هم عن صلاتهم ساهون الذين هم يراءون ويمنعون الماعون بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا أعطيناك الكوثر فصل لربك وانحر إن شانئك هو الأبتر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ما عبدتم ولا انتم عابدون ما اعبد لكم دينكم ولي دين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورايت الناس يدخلون في دين الله افواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفره انه كان توابا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم تبت يدا أبي لهب وتب ما أغنى عنه ماله وما كسب سيصلى نارا ذات لهب وامرأته حمالة الحقب في جيدها حبل من مسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شد ما خلق ومن شد غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد اذا حسد ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا
2: ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أَشْهَرُ أَنْ لَا إِلَٰهَ إِنُّ اللَّهِ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيْفِ لَهِ وَأَشْهَرُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ Verily the praise is for Allah. We praise Him. We seek His help. We ask His forgiveness. And we seek refuge with Allah from the evil of our own selves and the evil of our actions. Whoever Allah guides, there is none who can misguide Him. And whoever Allah misguides, there is none who can guide Him. I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his slave servant and messenger. Amaba. It makes us very happy that so many people are entering to Islam these days. It is only because Islam is the only true religion to which the original pure nature of the human being guides him. It remains unspoiled. As for other religions, they are either invented and false, or originally true, but distorted. Therefore, we would like to give a basic introduction to Islam and its excellence, and briefly explain the five pillars of Islam. Islam is the surrender to Allah by Tawheed, Islamic monotheism, which is the recognition of Allah's oneness and his unique right to be worshipped. And it is total submission to him through absolute obedience and disavowal of shirk, which is to assign partners along with Allah in worship as rivals or peers to him, dedicating some aspect of worship to them. Shirk was the belief of the Arabs before the appearance of the message of Muhammad Al-Imam al-Bukhari reported the statement of Abu Rajan, who said, We used to worship a rock. However, if we found a rock that was better than it, we would throw the former away and take another. And if we couldn't find a rock, we would gather a handful of dirt and bring a sheep to milk it on the dirt to make an idol and then make tawaf around it. As for the condition of other nations before the advent of Allah's Messenger, والسلام, the Noble Qur'an explained it in numerous verses, among them the statement of Allah, the Almighty, the Exalted. they worship besides the Allah things that hurt them not nor profit them and they say these are our intercessors with Allah. Surah to Yunus, verse number 18 and the law statement glory be to him. <laughs> Surely the religion, the worship, and the obedience is for Allah only. And those who take awliya, protectors, and helpers besides him say, We worship them only that they may bring us near to Allah. Verily, Allah will judge between them concerning that wherein they differ. Truly, Allah guides not him who is a liar and a disbeliever. Surah Az-Zumar, verse number three. And the statement of Allah, glory be to him the Most High, Verily, we made the shayateen, devil, awliya, protectors and helpers for those who believe that. And when they commit a fahisha, an evil deed, such as going around the Kaaba in a naked state or every kind of unlawful sexual intercourse. They say, We found our fathers doing it, and Allah has commanded us of it. Say, Nay, Allah never commands a sahishah. Do you say of Allah what you know not? Surah al araf verses 27 and 28, and the statement of Allah Subhanahu wa (laughs)
1: Ta'ala.
2: Verily, they took the shayateen, devils, as awliya, protectors and helpers, instead of Allah, and considered that they are guided. Surah Al-A'raaf, verse number 30. And Allah the Almighty and Exalted said,
1: وجعلوا لله ما ذرأ من الحرث والأنعام نصيبا فقالوا هذا لله بزعمهم وهذا لشركائنا فما كان لشركائهم فلا يصل إلى الله وَمَا كَانَ لِلَّهِ فَهُوَ يَوْصِلُ إِلَىٰ شُرَكَائِهِمْ سَاءَ مَا يَحْكُمُونَ
2: And they assign to Allah a share of the tilth and cattle which He has created. And they say, this is for Allah according to their pretending. And this is for Allah's so-called partners. But the share that they assign to Allah's so-called partners reaches not Allah, while the share of Allah reaches their so-called partners. Evil is the way they judge. Surah verse number 136. The verses on the subject are very numerous. Authentic ahadith of the Prophet ﷺ, And biographers of the Prophet and reliable historians all agree that the nations of the earth before the commissioning of Muhammad as a prophet were involved in a wide variety of polytheistic practices. Some of them worshiped idols in animal form, others worshiped idols in human form, some worshiped dead saints at the sides of their graves, others worshiped the sun, the moon, and the stars, while others worshipped other creatures. The Messenger of Allah called on all of them to worship Allah only and to abandon the falsehood they and their forefathers were practicing. As Allah the Almighty and the Glorious said,
1: جميعا الذي له ملك السماوات والأرض لا إله إلا هو يحيي ويميت فآمنوا بالله ورسوله النبي الأمي الذي يؤمن بالله وكرماته واستبعوه
2: واتبعوه لعلكم تهتدون Say, O Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, O mankind, verily I am sent to you all as the Messenger of Allah, to whom belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth. La ilaha illahua. None has the right to be worshipped but He, it is He who gives life and causes death. So believe in Allah and His Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa the Prophet who can neither read nor write, who believes in Allah and His words, this Qur'an, the Torah and the Injil, and follow Him so that you may be guided. Surah al ara verse number 158,
1: and Allah also says, <laughs> كِتَابٌ أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكَ لِتُخْرِجَ النَّاسَ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ إِلَى صِرَاطٍ عَزِيزٍ حَمِيدِ
2: أَمِينْ ر. THIS IS A BOOK WHICH WE HAVE REVEALED UNTO YOU O MUHAMMAD SALLALLAHU ALAIHI WA in order that you might lead mankind out of darkness, disbelief and polytheism into light, belief in the oneness of Allah and Islamic monotheism, by their Lord's lead, to the path of the Almighty, the owner of all praise. Surah Ibrahim, verse number one, and Allah the Exalted also says,
1: Ya <laughs> YOU
2: O prophet truly we have sent you as a witness a bearer of glad tidings and a warner And as one who invites to Allah by his permission, and as a lamp spreading light. Surah Al-Ahzab, verses 45 and 46. Allah the Exalted also says,
1: وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ وَيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ وَيُؤْتُ الزَّكَاءَ ويقيم الصلاة ويؤتِ الزكاة وذلك دينُ القيمة.
2: And they were commanded not but that, that they should worship Allah and worship none but Him alone, abstaining from ascribing partners to Him, and perform Salah and give Zakat, and that is the right religion. Surat al-Bayyinah, verse number five. And Allah said, The
1: Almighty and the Glorious.
2: O mankind, worship your guardian, Lord, who created you and those before you, that you may become righteous. Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 21. And Allah, glory be to him, also says,
1: an
2: Your Lord decreed that you worship none but Him. Surah al-Isra, verse number 23. Allah has also made it clear in numerous verses that these mushrikun, polytheists and idolaters, while disbelieving and practicing shirk, used to accept the fact that Allah was their creator and their sustainer. They used to worship others beside Him only to serve as a go-between and as intercessors for them with Allah as was previously mentioned in a last statement And they worship beside Allah what can neither harm them nor benefit them. And they say, These are our intercessors with Allah. Surah to Yunus, verse number eighteen. This concept is dealt with in a number of verses. Among them the statement of Allah, Glory be to him.
1: قل من يرزقكم من السماء والأرض أم من يملك السمع والأبصار الحي من الميت ومن يخرج الحي من الميت ويخرج الميت من الحي وَيُخْرِجُ الْمَيْتَ مِنَ الْحَيّْ وَمَنْ يُدَبِّرُ الْأَمْرَ فَسَيَقُولَ اللَّهِ فَقُلْ أَفَلَا
2: تَتَّقُونَ Say, O Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, Who provides for you from the sky and the earth? Or who is it that has the power over hearing and sight? And who is it that brings out the living from the dead and the dead from the living? And who is it that rules and regulates all affairs? They will say, Allah. Say, will you not then be afraid of his punishment for setting up rivals in worship with Allah? Surah Surah to Yunus, verse number 31. And the statement of Allah the Exalted
1: وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَهُمْ لَيَقُولُنَّ اللَّهُ فَأَنَّا
2: يُؤْفَكُونَ And if you ask them, who created them? They will surely say, Allah. How then are they turned away? Surah Al-Zuhruf, verse number 87. Other verses clearly establishing this fact are numerous. So our Prophet Muhammad was commissioned by Allah to teach the Deen of Islam, not just to the Arabs, but to all of humanity. He came at a time when all mankind was in the most pressing need of someone to take him out of darkness into light. this magnificent religion of Islam is founded on five major principles, the pillars of Islam. As is mentioned in the Hadith reported by Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim on the authority of Ibn Omar anhu, that the Prophet Ali Abi said, "Islam was founded on five things: the testimony that nothing is worthy of worship except Allah, and that Muhammad is His messenger, and performing salat and paying the and fasting the month of Ramadan and performing the hajj to the house, the Kaaba. and Mecca. The
0: first pillar, shahada. Shahada, or the testimony of faith, is the first pillar of Islam and the most important one. This tremendous statement is not simply a verbal act of worship, although by saying it, a person becomes a Muslim outwardly. Rather, it binds one to act in accordance with its meaning, which includes purifying one's intention and thus dedicating worship for Allah alone and the conviction that he solely deserves worship and that worship of anything besides him is false. Also, its meaning necessitates the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the love of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This love is initiated by the sense of Allah's overwhelming power and glory. Thus it demands absolute worship, full obedience and total submission to Allah alone and the strict following of His Messenger's sunnah. Allah, glory be to him, said,
1: قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ
2: Saying, if you love Allah, then follow me. Allah will love you and forgive you your sins. Surah Al-Imran, verse number 30.
0: Similarly, its meaning requires the obedience of Allah's Messenger sallallahu in what He ordered. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said,
1: And whatever
2: the Prophet gives you, take it. And whatever he forbids you, refrain from it. Surah Al-Hashr, verse number 7.
0: It is reported by Bukhari and Muslim that the Prophet ﷺ said, There are three qualities. Whoever possesses them will experience the sweetness, delight of faith. One, someone to whom Allah and His Messenger become dearer than anyone or anything else. Two, someone who loves the person, loving him only for Allah's sake. And three, he who hates to revert to atheism disbelieves as he hates to be thrown into the fire. The Prophet ﷺ said, None of you will truly believe until I become dearer to him than his father, his son, and all of mankind. The second pillar, performing of salah, as for the second pillar, it is the performing of salah, and it is the most important after the testimony of faith. For the first action of a person to be examined on the day of resurrection will be his salah. If it's acceptable, he will be successful. And if it is not, he will be ruined. The salah is an act of worship which must be performed at specific times. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated,
1: إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ
2: Prayer is enjoined upon the believers at stated times. Surah Al-Nisa, verse number
0: 103. And Allah orders us to be mindful of it and guard it. For He subhanahu wa ta'ala says, (laughs)
1: عَلَى الصَّلَوَاتِ وَالصَّلَاةِ لِلَّهِ
2: Guard strictly your prayers, especially the middle prayer, and stand before Allah in a devout frame of mind. Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 238.
0: Allah threatens those who treat Salah as something of little importance and delay it past its prescribed time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said,
1: سَخَلَفَ مِن بَعْدِهِمْ قَلْفٌ أَضَاعُوا الشَّهَوَاتِ وَاسْتَبَعُوا الشَّهَوَاتِ فَسَوْتَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّاً
2: then there succeeded them a generation who neglected the prayer and followed after lusts. Soon they will
0: encounter destruction. Surah so to Maryam, verse number 59. He also says, subhanahu wa ta'ala,
1: الَّذِينَ هُمْ سَاهُونَ
2: Woe to the performers of prayers who delay their prayers from a stated fixed time. Surah Ma'un,
0: verses 4 and 5. Moreover, salah is the distinguishing feature between Islam and Kufr, disbelief and shirk. Imam Muslim rahimahullah, reported in his Sahih on the authority of Jabir ibn Abdullah ta'ala, عنه, who said, I heard the Prophet wasalam, say, between a man and shirk and kufr disbelief is the abandonment of salah. In a, had- in a hadith reported by Ahmed, Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, Nasa'i and Ibn Majah, on the authority of Buraidah radiAllahu ta'ala anhu, who reported that the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, The covenant that lies between us and them is salah. Whoever abandons it has disbelieved. It is obligatory for adult males to perform the salah in congregation in the masjid due to its tremendous benefits. Ibn Umar, radiAllahu ta'ala anhu, reported that the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Salah in congregation is better than Salah performed alone by 27 levels reported by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. And the Prophet ﷺ considered burning the houses of men who lag behind from Salah in congregation as reported also in Bukhari and Muslim. The Prophet ﷺ also said, Whoever hears the call to prayer and doesn't respond, but has no Salah except with an acceptable excuse. This hadith was reported by Ibn Majah, Darqutni, Ibn Hibban and Al-Hakim with an authentic isman. That indicates the importance of performing it in congregation. One of, the, one of the compulsory acts of performing the Salah to have it accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is humility and calmness in its performance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says,
1: قَدَ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَهُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ
2: خَاشِعُونَ Successful indeed are the believers who are humble in their prayers. Surah
0: Al-Mu'minun,
2: verses 1 and 2.
0: And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi sallam ordered a man who prayed without calmness and composure to repeat his salah. Salah is a manifestation of equality, brotherhood, organization and unity. Thus, Muslims all over the world face the direction of the Kaaba, sacred house, while praying. There is peace in salah for every believer and a comfort of the eyes, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi sallam said. The comfort of my eyes is attained through the salah. If any matter disturbed him, وسلم, he used to rouse and rush for salah, in compliance to Allah's order. Seek help through patience and
1: prayer. Surah al verse number 153.
0: The Prophet sallallahu used to say to Bilal عنه, O Bilal, comfort us by it, i.e. the Salah. In this hadith, the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi sallam stressed the fact that the Salah is a comfort and relief. Hence, when a Muslim stands for Salah, he stands before his Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. As a result, his heart becomes humble, his soul becomes calm and his mind becomes free and apart from worldly affairs and focuses on the supreme goal of paradise. And as such, his limbs and his eyes find comfort by his Lord and Master, the Almighty and Glorious, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. The third pillar, paying zakat. The third pillar is paying zakat, or mandatory charity an immensely important societal obligation which makes a believer conscious of the objectives of Islam and of sympathy, mercy, love, and mutual aid among Muslims. Nobody is doing anybody a favor by what he submits of his wealth for zakat. It is nothing more than an obligatory duty and the wealth in reality belongs to Allah who put the believer temporarily in charge of it Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala said,
1: وَآتُوهُم لِلَّهِ الَّذِي And
2: give them from the wealth of Allah, which He has bestowed upon you. Surah An-Nur, verse number 33.
0: Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala also said,
1: آمنوا بالله ورسوله وأنفقوا مما جعلكم مستقلسين فيه فالذين آمنوا منكم وأنفقوا لهم أجر كبير
2: believe in Allah and His Messenger, and spend of that over which He has made you trustees. And those of you who believe and spend in charity, for them is a great reward. Surah Al-Hadid, verse number 7.
0: Zakah has been mentioned along with Salah in many ayats of the Qur'an. Because of its importance, Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu, fought certain tribes of the Arabs when they refused to pay the zakat due on their property. He said, By Allah, I will fight those who make a distinction between salah and zakat. And the Sahaba, Allah ta'ala anhum, followed him on this issue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala threatened those who withheld from spending out of miserliness as He subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَالَّذِينَ
1: يَكْنِزُونَ الذهب وَالْفِضَّةَ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَهَا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ فَبَشِّرُهُمْ بِعْذَابٍ أَنِيمٍ
2: And those who hoard gold and silver and do not spend it in the way of Allah, give them tidings of a painful torment. Surah Toba verse number 34.